0: Dead. Dead. All right. Welcome back to Craft Beer is Dead. This should be episode number nine, right? Question mark. Question mark. I didn't yeah i don't know how we got this far already um it's just been like a big giant blur of things happening we're not but even
1: in double digits yet chris
0: i know but i'm so tired <laughs> i just want to lay down
1: anyway hopefully all of you are a little more bright-eyed and bushy-tailed compared to chris face across from me
0: look i've been making beer all day i don't know what <laughs> else to tell you and bags of grain are heavy and it's
1: oh yeah uh, you unloaded like it's three like fucking, four pallets right? yeah it was like
0: three pallets it. it was like four thousand pounds worth of shit i'm so dusty
1: i saw your story and doug was walking out the door and i paused it on your story and turned it to him i was like you sure you don't want to wait another 15 minutes
0: No, yeah right. odds are it's probably gonna be done by the time he gets back anyway. But, yeah. um no but welcome back um we're just doing a quick little snippet this week uh just touching over some beer news uh maybe talking about a brewery or two speaking of which uh, let's speak about a brewery real quick, about a beer that we're about to open up. Yeah. What do you got?
1: I don't know. Which one are we opening? Let's go. Let's, let's go plan. that one. Awesome. So this is from one of my, personally, my favorite breweries. Um, they've been gracious enough to send me stuff for a little over a year and a half now, and I don't think I've had a single beer I did not like. Um, I try to share them with the staff and Chris over here, and I think he agrees that we haven't really had anything we haven't liked, but... This is Fruit Smack Blood Orange Creamsicle from Lupulin Brewing. Uh, they are based out of Big Lake, MN. Is that Minnesota?
0: Yeah. Okay. It's definitely, yeah. It's not like New Mexico backwards.
1: <laughs> Mexico new.
0: Mexico new. Right. In the phone book.
1: So, gonna open that bad boy up.
0: All right. The soundboard is working just great.
1: <laughs> I just spilled the beer all over it, but Gross. it's working.
0: <laughs> Babe. yeah so for those listening while we pour this one too um, out of minnesota they have another location um i'll have to find that one specifically but i was looking up their year-round beers in an effort to always talk about the ones you will probably able to find a little bit more readily they have a hooey which is a hazy ipa uh they have blissful ignorance uh which is something i suffer from daily which is a double, <laughs> double ipa and they have the fashion mullet which i have seen around Yeah. And, uh,
1: yeah, I have a glass with that on there, actually. Fuck yeah. It's great. <laughs> That's
0: awesome. And then they have CPB, Javatized. Actually, shit, I'm just starting to realize I've seen these around far more often than I thought Oh, a I lot had. of them. Yeah. Um,
1: actually, I think you've also seen them probably on Tavor as well.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure.
1: Um, I do like, for some reason, because I don't care either way, but mm. it's kind of just interesting. They just put lactose-free on it
0: that's kind of fun I know right no I enjoy yeah. that too because like nowadays you know especially oh thank you so much <clears throat> with the with the whole sour game and yeah. um, I feel like it's almost commonplace nowadays to throw that in there and that's not a bad thing I'm not shitting on anybody who does because yeah. we do it all the time to be honest
1: and I mean when you hear creamsicle I don't know if that's just me but I kind all right. of well, hell no. actually, typically think that it's has lactose
0: I'm actually curious to see how they pull that off
1: it smells fantastic
0: that doesn't suck What was the base style again? Cream uh, mud? Hmm.
1: Blood orange creamsicle. How did orange. they get that flavor of, like, I mean, it does taste just like a creamsicle. Like, genuinely.
0: I like the blood orange facet, too, because it's a little tangy.
1: Yeah, it's, like, a little bit of a burn, but from, I think, the blood orange, because those are kind of a little bitter.
0: Yeah, that kind of... You like, know what yeah. I mean? They're kind of... Yeah.
1: They remind me a little bit of, like, grapefruit notes, like, of the bitter kind of, yeah, like, like... Yeah, astringent. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: For sure. I fucking hate grapefruit. It's I really?
1: Not, I yeah. hate grapefruit. That's my least favorite
0: anything. Yeah. It's my I least favorite grape.
1: fucking hate grapefruit. <laughs> no. It's just bitter. And it's like, everyone's like, put some sugar on it. I'm like, so we're just adding sugar to sugar? I mean, it's not like it's that great for you.
0: <laughs> yeah, no offense. Like, if nature requires you to put sugar <laughs> on a fruit, it fucked up. Like.
1: It fucked up. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so good job, Blood Orange. You're killing it. Yeah, yeah,
1: I mean, I don't hate this at all.
0: Awesome. Um, so getting into the stories, I feel like maybe we should come up with a rating system for these beers. Like, a 1 out of 10, it's super great. Or... I don't fucking know. Anyway, getting into the stories, let's go back to that. Um, <laughs> you said you had one starting out as far as some political stuff, because as this comes out, too, uh, you know, it's the first episode following the elections. We may or may not know Who the fuck is leading the nation at this point? By the time this comes out. Yeah. yeah, Um, Or we might have a decent idea and somebody else will be complaining. And I honestly mean that on both sides. So that's not (laughs) even like a a one side or another thing. Honestly. Yeah. Um, So with that being said, uh, let's kind of go into some political news. Jump, jump, jump.
1: Uh, What's great about this is that um, it's really not bias or anything this is just purely factual information which is what we're going to always do if we ever bring up politics i won't you won't hear my opinion you won't hear chris's opinion it's just facts so um this is pretty awesome in my opinion it's the first crafter elected to the u.s senate what how fun is that that's pretty
0: fucking cool like what's uh what's his name
1: all right so his name i'm probably gonna butcher his last name unfortunately but it's john hickenlooper I don't think... I do think that's how you say it. I'm not that? butchering it. I think that's actually how you say it. But um, he was formerly the Colorado governor. So I think uh, a lot of you probably know who this guy is, actually.
0: Especially if you're the three people listening in Colorado right now. <laughs> three
1: people. No, that's Ireland. Three people are not Ireland. No,
0: Ireland's up to four.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, my God.
0: Plus, they don't have three. They have tree.
1: <laughs> well, I, I think you're actually from a town in Scranton, if you say tree.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, but that's really cool. So, like, what... Um, I mean... Do you think any sort of like any of his background might actually interplay into some sort of how he leans toward business how he leans towards maybe sort of regulations as far as our industry goes
1: i genuinely think so um not only was he you know just he wasn't just a homebrewer, he actually co-founded uh wincoop brewing wine Coop. i'm not positive how you say that as well but um so he not only like i said is familiar with just brewing but he's also familiar with the entire point of the struggles everyone's been going through this year um, he definitely gets all of that which I can only be good
0: so if you're not familiar with that brand Wincoop, um, and again I might butcher the story a little bit but one of my favorite things about uh, that brand, I remember hearing years ago as a an April Fool's joke.
1: Oh, you've heard of them before? Yeah. Oh, and really? And so
0: check huh. this story out. Um, as an April Fool's joke, they did a Rocky Mountain Oyster beer.
1: Oh, that was them? Yeah. Oh.
0: <laughs> well, so not even that. They did the Rocky Mountain or Mountain Oyster beer as an April Fool's joke, and then they're like, ah, we were just kidding. We didn't put them in there. And that then wasn't they,
1: that long ago, no, right? It was, it was a like few years ago, two or three. Yeah.
0: So they sold out anyway, and they were like, wait. <laughs> You guys bought it? And they were like, yeah, we didn't care. Thinking put, that yeah. you had in it? We're really? Like, we didn't really care that you put that in there. <laughs> uh, and so they actually just started making a Rocky Mountain Oyster Stout as it was, which I still would love to get my hands on, just out of curiosity, because yeah. I, 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 I love weird shit.
1: So anyone out there who can get their hands on that, we will yeah. definitely feature it on If you can the get podcast. your hand on
0: them oysters, mm. <laughs> get at me. <laughs> Uh, no, that's really cool, because, I mean, like, at least it means that uh, a little bit more of our industry is kind of being shown some love and, and as far as the realm of regulation and stuff goes, too. So. Yeah,
1: and he understands that, out of anyone, I guess, in the Senate, probably that we're not under a nightclub category. We're not, you know, we're very specific in that if you're going to shut shit down, <laughs> you might want to stay away from the breweries. Sort of yeah. A lot more family-friendly than... Probably most of the other people in the Senate think.
0: Well, I would say I would, I would rather bring a family to something like a brewery as opposed to like a club or some sort of. Well, that's I, good. Yeah, I'm just saying. <laughs> that's just me. Uh, unpopular well. opinion. That's all I'm going to say. Um, I'd rather
1: take my kids to um, a brewery than. A Chili's after hours or something I don't you know, know, man
0: uh, <laughs> Chili's I lived,
1: with my fucking boys <laughs> I
0: used to work there, uh, sadly <laughs> enough And I lived off their queso And I still have a, like a little heartstrings really? Oh yeah, I fucking love that
1: <laughs> Anyway,
0: uh, so speaking more political stuff um, One big news story that came out Over the last few days was um, Something surrounding Specifically something that's been On a political mindset in our uh, nation For quite some time Which is uh, marijuana Yep. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard of it. No. Well, um, what is it? Uh, well, let me tell you. <laughs> the if devil's You roll lettuce. a marijuana joint, <laughs> you will die of cocaine. Um, no, actually. So, what was the? We, we talked about this a little bit before when we we uh, we started up. Uh, Sweetwater was acquired by a Canadian cannabis company, essentially. Mm-hmm. Uh Afria, I believe, Inc. Afria Inc. Um, it says it's a little global kit can- or leading global cannabis company uh, based in Learnington, Ontario, in mm-hmm. Canada. Um, they already have a, uh, what looks like a great uh, portfolio of cannabis-infused beverages and, and other certain products, too. But it just seems as though, obviously, Sweetwater, with their branding, everything they've done with 420. Is it fully and,
1: legal in Canada?
0: Um, I actually don't know, but I I'm didn't assuming... I think it
1: was, but now after all of this, I kind of think it might be.
0: It's got to be legal enough for there to be somebody coming into the states to drop three hundred million dollars on a brand that's been. I mean, they've. I mean, Sweetwater. Say what you will about them, they've been doing great things. Um, they've got you know anywhere from six to ten percent growth over the last few years, as mm. it is, um, and you know they've really leaned into that uh, that pot culture kind of like. <laughs>
1: Pop, pot culture.
0: Pot. Actually, that was, I didn't even mean to do that. No pun intended. Fuck yeah. Um, no, but they've leaned into it with like, you know, the 420, the G13 IPA. Yeah. A lot of them after certain strains, those Which kind of things. Which
1: is hilarious because they smell like weed, taste like weed. And now they're just actually going to have some in it.
0: You know, it's funny too. And so on that real quick, you know, we're, we're talking certain news and things like that. Opinion segment real quick. Um, have you had a lot of the terpene IPAs?
1: Um, I honestly think only from them.
0: Okay, what were your I think thoughts only on them? from
1: them. Um, I don't quite. Care. So I look at it as um health fitness perspective on it really. Um, at this point, I don't believe that there's enough in it to matter. You know, so if it's not actually giving you an aroma or danky flavor or anything, anything is kind of pointless to me at this okay. point. Um, I also feel the same way about CBD in beer. Um, I think that unless it's enough to do anything because you kind of need to ingest like a decent amount of CBD to yeah. actually have an effect, right?
0: So I, I think the one spot where those two things differ, and this is from my very basic understanding, and if you know more than I do, please call me out, tell me I'm an idiot, so we can learn a little bit more. Um, with the CBD aspect, you're essentially like looking at a milligram dosage mm-hmm. and kind of kind of quantifying things that way. Whereas the terpenes seem to essentially be a little bit more of like a flavoring kind of compound. And if that
1: Matt, if it does actually pick up on it, yeah. awesome. If it's just a branding ploy. Then, you know, I don't really give a shit.
0: I see the two sides as a branding ploy, essentially. I, so for CBD, I take it religiously as mm-hmm. it is, too, yeah. because I, I love it for yeah.
1: me. I mean, we've had multiple conversations. Yeah. I always ask you, what, what brand are you trying this time? You know, and yeah. you've been on this for a long time. So that's why I know you know what you're talking about. It,
0: Barely it's More just, than ice yeah.
1: there. <laughs> uh,
0: it's it's one of those things where it could be a placebo effect, but if it works, it works. Who, yeah. Don't look it in the eye, right? Yep. Whereas the terpene thing seems a little bit more of like a molecular kind of recreation of maybe certain flavor molecules that we would get out of certain hops or like certain uh, hop oils like myrcene and... And uh, and all those kind of things, is that a too. little more
1: quantifiable, would you say? Yes,
0: but also at the same time, too, when we look at something like CBD, mm-hmm. it's a little bit more quantifiable as far as the milligrams in it, but also, you know, what strains are they using? Uh, yeah. You know, like, what is their delivery conduit? Is the so you're geeking that,
1: out on this because it's like hops. Then. Well, you're it's like very much yeah, is that way. Exactly. So,
0: I mean, like, when you get a hop, like, so, you know, for those of you who are in the brewing industry, when you get your hops, you'll typically get, like, a, an analysis report as far as, like, You know, oil contents, um, acid contents, those kind of things. So you can kind of tailor your recipe a little bit to complement or diffuse some of the certain kinds you either want to highlight or not highlight. Um, And you can essentially do the same thing with certain strains of marijuana or, you know, however you're getting your CBD or however you're getting your terpenes and all those kind of things. Is it
1: coming in pellets too, terpenes, or can it come in...
0: Um, it depends for for beer specifically. You're looking for a water soluble kind of oh, thing, okay. so it's uh, a lot of times they'll use like some sort of uh, ethanol or something like that oh. to kind of take out almost like an extract would be, oh. essentially. Hmm. Um, but I also, and again, this is from a very limited knowledge of it of the terpene aspect is those are from what I understand more of a recreation of the flavor aspect, whereas the CBD is more of a recreation or a, a derivative of the actually has a biological or or physiological or psychological effect of things. Hmm. So. Um, and the reason why I asked for the terpene thing too is I, I, you know, CBD, obviously it's making a big headway. Yeah. Um, you have like companies like Untitled Arts. Um, a lot which, of
1: sparkling waters I think are coming out more than beer right now with CBD, mm-hmm. right?
0: Yeah, absolutely. And it's one of those things where because of that water soluble yeah. aspect of things, it's, it's, it's ext- from a, like a cost perspective, right? Mm-hmm. You got to fill a tank with distilled like low DO water, dose it with some CBD and then some sort of. Um, extract or uh, essence, if you will, mm-hmm. uh, carbonate it and package it. And as long as your dos are good, it should be shelf sta- or shelf stable for quite some time, right? Hmm.
1: Um, I think hard waters are good for almost a full year. That's why I read with uh, White Claw.
0: Well, we should talk about that a little bit. Um, <laughs> no, but for like the Turbine thing, why I ask is because again, leaning into the marketing of it, leaning into kind of not trying to write a coattail or a hypeability facet of things. Um, I think Sweetwater did a really good job where they did it subtly. Mm-hmm. They did it clean. They did it safe. Like yeah. if, if it's you know, you know. If you don't, it just looks like a cool brand. Yeah. And honestly, I will say like, what was it? Mango Kush that they have? Yeah. Like that yeah. shit smells like somebody yeah. just opened a pot, like <laughs> uh, like just some sort of like canister or something in the room. And you're like, what the fuck?
1: I actually feel really bad. Um... I remember this one. Uh, world of beer do you remember yeah i remember hearing the (laughs) story i think it was i don't know we were doing something there in the back room and uh i felt super bad because i uh i labeled this poor employee as just this like you know standard pothead because he walked in the back room and i mean it reeked i was like this motherfucker has a sack in his pants right now, like literally figuratively to be walking around with. He has to have weed on him. There's no way you can get that smell unless he just walked outside, smoke the blunt walk back inside or he still currently has it on his body so i'm like sitting there as you know like man don't you think I, if i was a business owner i'd want to know this shit like he definitely is walking around the taste or he's walking around the restaurant right now smelling like weed
0: so you almost carried it you're like excuse me i want to see your manager
1: no i I'm wouldn't just, have kidding. done that but <laughs> i was like i was i was annoyed enough where like you could pretty much sense it and uh, so finally he walked by and uh, I saw in his hand he had another cup and he actually walked up to us and was like, yo, smell this shit. He didn't even know who we were at all. But even I think to him, he knew what it came off like. <laughs> so he walked up to all of us and we all smelled the glass and it was mango cushion. It smelled like good. That's a smart one. Well, not even just meat, It smelled like good shit.
0: I like the fact that he's just like, so he we knew. all smell it, yes. right? And yes. I'm just pointing out it's yeah. not me.
1: No, I was super funny. That's awesome. I felt bad. No, so, and like, I, you know, from geeking
0: out and, like, kind of like a creative perspective, I've always had a massive respect for any sort of company that can recreate, literally to the T, some sort of experience from something else yeah. with a different conduit. I've Absolutely. always loved that. Um, I and mean, that's one thing Sweetwater has done extremely well. Um, I think I have seen a lot of other brands, you know, some local ones, some things internationally where, you know, they've tried to kind of get on that bandwagon of essentially trying to infuse terpenes or, yeah. you know, you see a lot of articles being written as terpenes were kind of growing in popularity um, where it doesn't always land. Like sometimes yeah. it just tastes like pine salt or exactly.
1: Like, if I can pick it up, I really don't care enough to you know just keep drinking it and i'm definitely a lot more prone to try it if it's in a hard seltzer because it's already pretty low cal low carb and i'm understanding like this is more like a health benefit or a good health alternative you know but if it's in a beer and it's just flat out not the style i want at the moment and that's not really the only like gimmick to it no i don't really care
0: i think with sweetwater's use of the whole terpene aspect of things um with this company coming in, expecting marijuana legalization down the road. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, to be honest, as long as you have some sort of water-soluble um, kind of conduit to deliver that, you can essentially just walk in and, and drop some sort of just cannabis-infused low-alcohol or non-alcohol beer yeah. as like an equivalent, more or less, to uh, to beer itself. So it's super smart, in my opinion, on their oh, yeah. end. yeah.
1: Absolutely. And especially taking it to Canada, where I guess they kind of can get a little bit more proactive with what they're doing and just kind of prepare for the wave uh you know in the united states to kind of hit so pretty smart
0: just waiting on you us just waiting on you yep (laughs) so we touched a little bit on white claw when we were talking a little bit earlier you said you might have some sort of story
1: yeah it's super super minor um it's more or less actually doing a little bit of damage control because if you're anything like me um, I looked into White Claw a few years ago when they first started dropping. Um, I also used to work a lot of trade shows where I would see them popping up and kind of just wondering, like, who the hell are these guys? How is this brand growing so rapidly? I mean, it's over 200% each year. You know, I mean, that's insane. And I mean, think about it. When you think of hard seltzer, you think of seltzer... Where does your mind kind of automatically go? I think White Claw. Yeah, it's a media
0: White Claw. Like, you know? Don't Don't get me wrong. There's plenty of great ones out there. Yeah. Um, and I'll say this right now. I'm basic as fuck. I love White Claw or I love hard seltzer. Yeah. No, nope, same. It's yeah. the
1: great beach day, pool day. I think anytime you're doing anything kind of, uh, I don't know, athletic. You know, anything where you're just doing something. You just don't want a full-ass beer. You don't yeah, want man. to feel full. You don't want to feel bloated. I I'm in a bathing room. suit. I don't want to you know unless i'm wearing my stretchy pants like
0: <laughs> as i always i am <laughs> yeah,
1: seriously <laughs> um but so anyway so um when i did a little bit of research back in the day about this i saw mark anthony so obviously where does your brain go first when you hear mark anthony
0: wasn't he like a popular recording artist in like the <laughs> early 2000s
1: yeah i think for like the 90s he was like 2000s, oh god I think uh, didn't he marry J Lo? Isn't did, that yeah?
0: Who was the guy who sang uh, "Living La Vida Loca"?
1: Oh, isn't that Ricky Martin?
0: So he was like the equivalent to Ricky Martin. He was like the yeah yeah
1: I'd say yeah right? his
0: nemesis essentially
1: exactly they so, fought to the
0: death and he now owns White Claw he yeah
1: <laughs> so he doesn't uh, I genuinely thought that every time I heard Mark Anthony that that's who it was it's Mark Big Anthony news. Brand <laughs> so it's actually this uh, Canadian billionaire um, who owns White Claw but. Mark.
0: Martin.
1: Yeah. Anyway. So anyway, so if you're um, the many friends that I ever share that information with, I was wrong, per usual. Um, but in the sense of White Claw, I do really respect their grind. Um, they definitely paved the way for the whole hard seltzer thing. Now they're also doing uh, hard uh, iced teas and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll know... If you've tried any of their other, mm, not like the regular flavors, but they tried to get a little funky a couple years ago. It didn't go very well. They made some, like, very peculiar flavors and stuff, and then they took them off the shelf.
0: The (laughs) corchata. Like weird
1: shit, yeah. They made super weird shit. I think they reevaluated. It was very, very short-lived. But I am anxious to try their... uh, their uh, lemonades and their iced teas and stuff because they're probably gonna be pretty good.
0: So the one thing I will say about White Claw too is um, they came out as far as like not popular brand or like flavor profiles that they came out with. one of the One of the ones that I saw was the just the pure or whatever <laughs> it was like it's just
1: yeah carbonated
0: water with booze I in it, which. Um, like, my
1: dad only drinks, like, plain-ass seltzer with no flavor.
0: I'm sure he, like, squeezes a little bit of black pepper in there because he's a real man or something, right? Nothing. Nothing? It's
1: disgusting.
0: I don't – so, don't get me wrong. I do like a bubbly water. That's fine. Yeah. It's not my go-to beverage. But I'm not going to sit there and be like, you know what? I hate everything so much. I don't (laughs) like fun and I don't like flavor that I'm going to sit here and buy this thing.
1: How miserable can I make myself right now?
0: Yeah. Fuck tangerine. (laughs) Fuck mango. I need nothing but bubbles and sad water. Um, no, but like they
1: should name it. Sad water. water. yeah.
0: Um, but they did a huge push for it. And I remember talking to certain people, and, like, nine out of ten people would just be like, yeah, why would you buy that? Like, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Like, you just buy the other one for cheaper. It tastes like, I don't know, watermelon a or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, but every now and then. And, look. If this is you, don't feel bad about yourself. You've just, you've found your path.
1: You deserve and that's better. Fine.
0: No, no, no. You don't deserve better. You deserve you. You're like Conor McGregor with a samurai sword on rollerblades. And you're just like, you know what? I like to use it as a mixer with my vodka and my other shit. I'm like, so you need a beefier version of something else. Dude, get it. That's all I'm saying.
1: Have you ever tried the lemon and the lime White Claw together?
0: No, but I, actually, uh, what was it? Doug was telling me about that. That was a and bro yeah, thing, right? Yeah,
1: evidently it tastes like Sprite. I mean... I've yet to try <laughs> it, but I'm, like, very intrigued.
0: I also... I remember him telling me about this, and I was like, yeah, Sprite, lemon-lime, <laughs> got it. Like, it's not like anyone cracked the fucking code. No,
1: but, like, the fact that he told you and then I told you, yeah. we're like, oh, my God, and you're like, sick. It- <laughs> <laughs>
0: It'd be another thing. If it was just like, no. Did you know if you drink like coconut milk with like glycol, <laughs> it tastes like Sprite and it gets you super fucked up. Like, no. And, I, and this isn't Doug. This is just like <laughs> for everyone at
1: home. Please do not go home and drink glycol.
0: <laughs> no, don't do that. No. Uh, actually, our stuff is uh, food safe. You're just gonna get slippery poos for a while, so you'd be all right.
1: Is it really? Yeah. Food safe? Huh.
0: It smells like maple syrup too, which is the weirdest. I heard fucking that economy. it tastes
1: sweet to animals.
0: Have you ever heard that? uh, I'm an animal. It (laughs) smells sweet. I thought
1: you were the one who even told me that.
0: (laughs) All I know is that, like, if if there's a leak, you can smell it. Yeah, Yeah, it tastes like the worst syrup ever. (laughs) So that was fun. Um, so White Claw killing it. White Claw
1: killing it. You're just. I'm kind of riding off Zima, but I still appreciate you.
0: You know what's funny is I <laughs> honestly think Zima was ahead of its time.
1: They really were. I did you drink Zima? I fucking love Zema. I've zima. tried it a
0: few times and it basically it was just alcoholic fresco, which I fucking yeah, love fresco. Yeah. Um yeah. and then if you look at it, what is Mike's Hard Lemonade but lemon zima?
1: Well that's who made uh uh wh- or uh, White Claw
0: mm-hmm. also
1: made Mike's Hard.
0: Yeah so, so they've been doing this for years like geniuses. literally they've been doing this for almost... That's what I'm saying. Like, that's
1: two brands and two separate products that who was doing that before yeah so they literally nailed it twice
0: <laughs> they've been doing it for 30 years it just took the right branding yeah to yeah like Lacroix probably changed the game for their opportunities on it to be honest
1: yeah as if only Lacroix just took out the roach killer ingredient i would like them a lot more
0: well somebody adjusts <laughs> a lot of roaches i appreciate that
1: <laughs> well You're pretty set then, and you probably will survive an atom bomb, too.
0: (laughs) There's only one way to find out.
1: (laughs) Don't say that.
0: Looking at you, England. Actually, that was no sort of (laughs) anything whatsoever. It was a terrible segue. It was good.
1: It worked. It got there. Yeah,
0: now we're in England. Look at us go. Uh, Shire over there. (laughs) Shire? Uh, Something over there. What else are they known for? Trolleys.
1: What? Oh, trolleys. Blues, blues, if you will. Yes. Anyway,
0: unfortunately for them, um, you know, we've all dealt with this whole pandemic thing, especially in the U.S. A little bit differently, state by state, Mm -hmm. um, we've all had shutdowns, those kind of things. Um, I feel horrible because like one of the articles I I found recently is, you know, even with us, when we had a shutdown, we were still able to sell to go, you know, we didn't let anybody in.
1: Was there maybe a week lapse, right? Two weeks max that there was nothing going at, just trying to figure it out.
0: Yeah. We had a few weeks. Um, and then we got shut down pretty quickly thereafter. And then we faced that issue where, you know, every restaurant around us could still serve some sort of alcohol. You could sit at a bar, but you couldn't come to us. Yep. Um, I'm still not sorry about it at all, and that's fine. Uh, But I feel for these guys, too, because at least with our situation, we were still able to sell some sort of to-go. Yeah. Right? Um, Whereas, unfortunately, with them, they are not able to do so. Now they've shut them down completely. So you've got so many different pubs, breweries, things like that, who are literally going to have to dump thousands and thousands of dollars worth of inventory down the drain meanwhile the local liquor stores and uh places like that where you will actually concrete around the people around you can still sell uh packaged goods it's just it's one of those kind of things where like again it's just a blatant example of you're doing some corona logic yeah you're doing th- actually really like that you're doing something to say that you're doing something when it actually doesn't really make any sense to
1: and it's just Trying the perception that you're trying to do something and yeah. flatten the curve, you know, it's just it just honestly makes me nauseous to think about how many businesses over there. Because I mean, there's a pub every stone throw distance, I mean, they're everywhere there. It's you with
0: that stone's throw, again. stone's
1: throw,
0: <laughs> your metric ass bullshit. <laughs>
1: This is a serious conversation, Chris. Yeah,
0: there are stone's through from, unfortunately, being out of business. Because, like, I, I totally <laughs> – um, no, I totally get, you know, if, if you're trying to stifle crowds and you think pubs are maybe one of the issues, then, yes, I understand that. But also to just completely bar them from selling anything yeah. entirely, you are crippling an industry. You are crippling people who, who are trying to provide for, you know, their employees, their, their team, all that kind of stuff. And it's just unfortunate to see that. That's all.
1: I would love to see the um, the statements that went out after all this. Just their actual, like, explanations for it and logic. I need to look more into that. Because how are they not – how are the bar owners not just rioting in the streets? You know? I mean, honestly.
0: They don't take – well –
1: They're very nice people. They're a lot nicer than we are here. But think about it. Like, this is, this is the – Land of no return, you know.
0: Yeah, I think we're getting to a certain point too to where, you know unless it's for the collective good, then people are gonna start getting a little edgy yeah. about it. You Seriously, know what
1: I mean? prove why this is why you're doing it. Yeah. And fine. Who who can dispute it? But when you're just flat out like, mm, let's look at a list of all the different businesses we could fuck today,
0: mm-hmm. you know? Which one pays us the least?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And probably the most in taxes. <laughs>
0: So while uh, my my co-host here looks up something for our next segment, um, one company er, company country, well, mm, one country that is uh, is doing a little bit better with the whole kind of shifting on the whole COVID thing is Japan. Um, mm-hmm. Japan seems to be selling a lot of their their beer from breweries that they can't sell to distilleries and turning it into gin, uh, just because it's like oh no IPA porter fucking throw it all in throw some juniper in there. Throw it in a barrel and, like, let's just see what happens. So. um, That's really just a gimme story and grab on whatever. But one thing I wanted to end with, while we still had a little bit of time, and luckily we cleared it with them because they're super great people over at... um, Over at Untapped What the Fuck or WTF. Um,
1: We've been a big fan of these guys for a while. Just because, I mean, how could you not be? Like, this page is just... Everything we love and hate at the same time.
0: <laughs> I, I love it because, all right. So unsad for the fuck. If you're not following them on in Instagram, you need to do it now. Yeah, seriously. Um, <laughs> because you know, from an industry perspective, too. Don't get me wrong. And this is, I want to make sure that everyone out there knows that I'm not expecting a five star review for anything that we make. As a matter of fact, you know, I'm sure like every other brewery out there. Sometimes things go a little bit differently than you expect and it's not what you want mm-hmm. it to be but it's still a good beer or yeah. you know all these different paradigms of things that happen or sometimes as a brewer you have to make a lot of styles that you don't necessarily want to make um and yet you still put them out there and if you, get, you
1: if you want your brand to stay relevant you yeah, know if you're, you're content business, where you're at you know do you baby boo boo but if yeah. you want any bit of growth you gotta you know spend like, with the time
0: exactly Point being, if you're a brewer and you're going into Untapped and you're expecting nothing but praise, you're a fucking idiot. Seriously. Because if you want to ruin your day, just go jump and in there. And if you think yeah. your
1: best beer is going to get the highest rating, it's <laughs> a fucking joke. <laughs> Literally
0: all beers we've ever meddled on have been some of the <laughs> lowest rated beers on Untapped. Swear ever. Swear to
1: God. And then something like green is...
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. So, anyway, this... Uh, this person started this, uh, this Instagram, um, and it's essentially just a list of some of the most ridiculous, most out there, most asinine kind of untapped (laughs) reviews you'll ever find because obviously these people know about beer. Obviously they know everything there is to, to judge it out and do whatever. So I figured it'd be kind of fun to just kind of go back and forth with some that we found on here toward the end of the show and just, uh, yeah, see if we can make you guys giggle as much as we do.
1: Absolutely. What'd you got? All right. So um i'm gonna say brewery names too because it doesn't actually affect them because we all know that they're <laughs> great breweries and it's just adds yeah. to the humor i think this is nothing to so do with so it's breweries. all just a fucking joke yeah so all right so i've i've had ironically all three of these beers um, so they were talking about Rainbow Serpent from Orpheus Brewing, which if you've never been there at Atlanta, one of oh, my absolute so favorite breweries, they nail their sours. I mean, at any given time, there's at least four or five on. So this ass hat Sydney C, Vale, Vale, and the answer, do sours better. It's decent and drinkable, but there aren't super distinct fruit flavors, and the beer lacks Sediment.
0: <laughs> beer lacks sediment. You know what I hate sometimes, guys? Is when I'm like going for a nice crisp beer and it just doesn't have enough sediment.
1: It doesn't have enough sediment. Oh, lordy. All right. All right. Um, Your
0: turn. You know, I kind of like the whole reading it in a voice thing, so I'm just going to kind of lean into that too. <laughs> um, proven theory. Uh, what is it? Benchtop Brewing Company. Um, a lot of really good reviews on it so far, uh, except for this one. 0.5 stars. You know why? I hate beer.
1: <laughs> no way. You
0: fucking dickhead.
1: Oh, my God. All right, what do you
0: got? Let's do two more.
1: This beer went to hell in a handbasket. Oxidized, obviously, but the flavor profiles wet garbage, Taco Tuesday diarrhea, and the cardboard dipped in afterbirth. <laughs> Should have added ranch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god
1: the descriptors killed me and the best part is he checked in untapped at home
0: <laughs> yeah because we all yeah actually is his address there i'd love to send him something i know what is this like dick fetty <laughs> kind of oh things that you can send to people
1: isn't that amazing alright
0: I've been looking for it I can't find it right now and I'm kind of bummed about it but one of my favorite ones that I saw recently was uh, I think it was Bench Life from Green Bench uh, Mm. down in St. Pete uh, who makes awesome stuff yeah and I like that beer Um, I love that beer it's awesome Um, somebody commented and they were like well you know it was almost amazing as a pilsner but they really could have used some lactose for the pillowy mouthfeel on it yeah uh thank you for your your oh contribution man. um yeah so i i think i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead and finish some of these episodes with this stuff too because i'm getting distracted as i've been reading really? all these right I've,
1: now i've won one one all right what do you got what do you got I right got here? one more are you ready for this i don't, I don't think, think you're, think you're I'm ready, ready for, this, Chris. for destiny ready yeah ready oh fuck <laughs> <laughs> was okay dot 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 says brewed and canned in charlotte north carolina but the app says New England. <laughs> Fucking liars. Pick a place and
0: claim it. <laughs> Cause it's said New England. It was so hazy. Uh, it said, it's a New England IPA. <laughs> it
1: says, it. apparently it's not local.
0: That, um, <laughs> that makes my heart weep a little bit and it makes my balls hurt. Wait,
1: I wanna re- see what the caption he put. Literally, what the hell? I already stopped drinking IPAs when I found out they were from India, but not made in America. You think this make us drink again? Keep it local. He's being sarcastic, you know?
0: I don't know. I don't know. I stopped drinking uh, India pale ales a long time ago because they just oxidized on the trip over. (laughs) See,
1: See why I had to... I had to... I had to bring that one in.
0: It I mean it fills me with like one of those dad joke reactions just like it's hilarious but also ouch my crawl like yeah. god it hurts so bad. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> fuck. That's all I got. Um Bree, anything you want to talk about plug anything you're working on?
1: Um other than I am finally launching my shop uh, the weekend of Black Friday. Ooh, what is it? Uh it is the pint-size shop.
0: <laughs> what is the pint size shop?
1: <laughs> um, so it's going to specialize in uh, craft beer decor, spankering dog treats. Um, I'm also taking my photography, putting it on canvases to kind of bring some more, I don't know, if you're like me and you try to look for a little bit more feminine craft beer decor that doesn't exist. So I'm going to try to make that
0: exist in Inter- she does a really good job of those kind of things because often doug and i are asked by uh by guests that come in and they're like oh who decorated this place and, and like <laughs> we feel really self-conscious because we know there's like a couple things we could be doing better and we're like oh you know we're still working on it. she's like no, no 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 like like we can tell that you and him didn't decorate this place <laughs> who actually did because it looks good
1: and there's not the, the only i just wanted to keep it not so simple where it's boring, but I just can't fucking stand when you go into a place and there's just ninety-five things on the walls that don't work together. Yeah. You know, it turns it into I like forget those. I forget those restaurants. You know, it's just random shit and everywhere. Fridays and chili. Like exactly, that. exactly. Yeah. But if you have random shit and it keeps up with the theme, all for it. I just have ADD mixed with OCD, so it just really fucks me up, you know. <laughs> All
0: right. Fair enough. Well, I'm glad you could find a creative conduit. to channel that Jeez. shit.
1: <laughs> now I just fuck my own day up.
0: All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, outside of that, thank you so much for listening. Thank you again to Stickerwolf. Oh, yeah. um, Who not only killed it on the last stickers, but apparently is, it wants to make them bigger, <laughs> yeah. faster, and stronger. Yep.
1: Um, Um, we'll probably, I'll probably throw the stickers on my shop as well, so you guys can buy them. Um, but also if you see Chris face and I ask us and we'll give you one.
0: Yeah. Sounds good. I'll always have some in my butt pocket and I'll have my own butt (laughs) groove in there just for you. Um, other than that, that's all I got. Yep. Um, what's that thing?
1: Murder?
0: Bu- Never mind. God <laughs> damn it. Well, you're not wrong. Toodles. Dead. Dead.